Hello, NPR friends. New day, new episode. We explored over 30 ChatGPT searches ourselves, almost. And here are the top results for 2023. Yo, 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 whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Back in January, we covered episode 63. We talked about ChatGPT and the future, maybe replacing some of our standalone existing search engines out there. You know, the big one, the Google, the Bings, and the other search engines that we have out there. Well, today's episode, we want to take the actual search and apply them and just talk about the results in general, among other things. So in today's episode, six, uh, episode 76, top five chat GPT searches. But before we jump into there, let's dive into the quickie. Today's quickie. Top NIL earners. Top name image liking earners. If you don't know what that is, a few years ago, and I believe I mentioned this also on a previous podcast, the NCAA allowed students to now earn money based off of their name, their image, or their likeness, right? They can endorse products. They can be spokespersons for different things. They can speak at different engagements, whatever the case is, right? Players are now allowed to do that and make some money in the process though no one has test only fans just yet so i don't know if you of how far this can go but today we're not going to talk about only fans <laughs> but i do want to discuss just like the top 10 list and it shocked me because i was like let me just pull up who are the top earners and i found out that two of the individuals in the top two well, not even college students at all. Number one is a high school student. And I think number two is transitioning from high school to college right now, this year. Number four is high school. And number five is actually Ohio State's quarterback. So I start there. NCAA number five top earner, $2.6 million earned this year. Quarterback Caleb Williams of Ohio State University. That's uh, USC. Caleb Williams. Oh, is it USC? Oh, you he is USC. Yes, my bad. I do apologize out there for the sports fans. My brain was just linked. This is Brian, by the way. Yeah, that guy's here. Yeah. He decided to join the podcast. He actually ran up the stairs just now. Nah, I'm lying. He's been here the whole time. Ignore me. But do we want to welcome Brian back to the podcast? Yeah, we can. Um, yeah, we did some of the illegal activity earlier today. It was fun. Was it illegal, though? She get caught. If you get caught, so we did some things earlier. I won't say what it is. Um, I'm, I'm tired. Say- I'm tired. Come walking up the walking up and down these stairs. I I agree. And today was leg day. I won't say it was illegal, but we did do some um <clears throat> done some dumping. Mm. Anyways, um, number four on the list is a high school student, Mikey Williams, 
uh, $3.3 million. Number three on the list, the only female, is Lively. Is I'm, I'm saying it right? Yeah, uh, Livy. Maybe it's Livy. Done. Is three, that the gymnast? Gymnast from yeah. LSU. $3.5 million. And I know she's very famous there. Um, ready for this? Eli, nephew? Peyton Manning's nephew? Arch mm -hmm. Manning? Mm -hmm. Not Archie. Arch Manning. $3.8 million. Dude just stepping into college, right? Number one on the list, high school student, Bronny James, $7.2 million. High school kid. I love it. I respect the kids who are out there with their hustle on, making the money. It's insane. Now, some may ask the question, where is the twins from University of Miami? Uh, they're not uh, at the top here. I guess they're three and four under the women's category. But it makes me wonder, it's like, all right, well, for those twins, is it like three and four million kind of total? It's probably total. So it's like, all right, so you break it down by, you know, both twins, you know, it's like probably like, you know, 1.5, 2 millions per. So it might be a little down there. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, it's just interesting. Like, it just almost seems random on the individuals on the list. Yeah. Hey, but those twins did great in the, in the tournament for they Miami. They are. And it was funny. Yeah, I found it. So they're number 25, and that's interesting. And one makes more than the other. And 27th. <laughs> wow, that's down there. <laughs> right. They're under a million. 900, uh -huh. 924K. Now, obviously, this is at the time of this article. Okay. And 930K. But, uh, but to your point, it's because they're sharing it together, right? Yeah. It's not separate. So anyways, the point of today's quickie was that I'm actually happy these you know, kids or young adults can make money based off of their likeness. I mean, ultimately, colleges, universities, football programs, schools, athletic programs and departments in general have been making millions of dollars. And then the NCAA, maybe billions of dollars, and the players or students weren't able to earn any of that. I am super happy. Now, granted, I think the competitive advantage is definitely a precedent for some schools. Some schools may not be able to go into that kind of attention. I do see this being a um, a slippery slope, but at this point, money rules the day. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone will care. Yeah, I agree. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. as I said in the opening today's episode top five chat GPT searches yeah it's been a minute in, in, in the making here it's been some time for us before we could get back to um, recording this episode but I can tell you I find it to be very intriguing not because I'm thinking of the dangers I'm thinking of the usage of chat GPT and, and obviously, I'm using version, well, we use a version 3.5. I think for version 4, you need you need special access to get that version, um, which is much better than the current version. But it, hey, nonetheless, it's still pretty sweet. So we decided to like research 30 or just as many as we could, um, different searches out there, things we've read, some we've done ourselves, and we put them into four categories futuristic, productivity, funny, and then like scientific, explained, simplified, <laughs> if you will. 
Um, just to give a quick refresher, ChatGPT is a AI chatbot, right? That provides users with the conversational answers. Um, but unlike general searches, search engines that reveals like the links of information, ChatGPT is the technology here. It pre pretty much is almost like having a conversation um, with a machine, right? And 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 that's somewhat how you have to use it. You have to learn how to search. Uh, and for some people, there's you know some people search much better than others. I'm getting better at that search criterion. Um, but I do want to start off with something that's like near and dear to me. <laughs> Brian haven't heard this one yet. <laughs> so I asked ChatGPT to tell me a short story of a young cyborg lost in a large city. <laughs> Reason why I say it's dear to me, you know, I think I, I want to be a cyborg. I mentioned this before, before I die at some point, right? Link me up with technology. Because um, I feel like that's the only way to survive the long journey, right? If you want to go beyond our life expectancy, we may need to merge with technology. And be, being a cyborg may be the best route. So this is kind of sort of what ChatGPT yield. In a world where cyborgs and humans coexist, a young cyborg named Max found himself lost in the hustle and bustle of a large city. Max has always been fascinated by all the sounds and sights of the city, but this time he had ventured too far and lost track of his location. I won't go into the rest of it, but it's pretty dope on how they set the scene just off of this simple criterion, which was, tell me a short story of a young cyborg lost in a large city. You kind of have to give it all the parameters, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want it to be too wide open. You want to somewhat define exactly what you're looking for. And there's a reason behind it. Um, I don't want to be a cyborg per se, but um, <laughs> I I do want to be a best man. And one of my, one of my good friends asked me to be a best man. So I kind of like just kind of played with the idea. I was like, you know what? I don't know when he's going to get married, but let me get some ideas real quick as to, you know, best man speech. And he probably gave it a whole speech. No, but I, similar to you, I gave him parameters. I was like, yeah. all right, a Latino, you know, best man, a uh, white groom. I was kind of like a badass and he was kind of like a good kid. So like, <laughs> So it kind of it, it spit me like a Taylor Swift song. Like, oh, <laughs> like, you know snap. <laughs> I mean, that kind of sort of makes sense. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But it was interesting because it's like, you know, it kind of broke it down. and uh, But it was funny just kind of play around with it in that way because it's like, I don't really, I didn't really know what to search. And this was like, at that point in time, it was like, all right, let me just kind of just play around with uh, some of its capabilities because I, I know at the time that you were going to be, um, um, you were going to be at a wedding as well, right? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, when yeah. I officiated. Yeah, you were officiating. Yeah. I was like, you know what? It's like that kind of sparked an idea. It's like, all right, let me see if like what kind of ideas I could get for a chat. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I'm sorry that it's not, you know, I'm not emotionally investing myself into the speech just <laughs> yet. But I mean, I think it it helps out. But for the record, let me clarify. I did not use chat GPT to do mine. I actually used um, the official or officiant website have like the script builder you put in a couple of parameters i think it was like four and it spit out a generic non-religious type of script and that's somewhat that's most of what i followed i took a lot out but then i added a lot of things sure. that make it super specific yeah and i think that's the same thing with this it just it helps you 
tell a story. Right. And exactly. It's like, I think when we spoke in January, it's like, um, you know, anything that chat GPT currently spits out what we were kind of referencing. Um, it's like a C paper, right? Yeah. You know, it's up to you to kind of go ahead and, you know, plug and play like certain evidence and certain like specific things to kind of make it, you know, your own as opposed to making this, you know, generic uh, output from a query that's right. Cause it's know, pulling AI information based. from all online, right. basically something that right. someone wrote or an article or whatever the case mm -hmm. is, you know, I really don't know how far it goes to it citing its sources. And I think that's part of the stuff we'll talk about later on, but like the danger of chat GPT, but let's still enjoy the bliss. So another search here we did was write a 250 word outstanding tennis coach online review. Yes. I know that sounds really specific, but know why? Cause I actually had my tennis coach send me his link and, uh, to his website, which sadly I didn't even know he had a website. Um, and asked me to write a review. I was like, wow, shocked. So I went to his page, was very impressed with everything. Nonetheless, I was thinking, would I need to figure out a way to, to be able to write something that's like, you know, a little bit different then I would probably normally write or just in general wanted to give a really good review. So I put it to chat GPT, exactly what I said earlier, which is write a 250 word. That was my first parameter, outstanding tennis coach, second one, and it's an online review. And so it pretty much came with, with um, I recently had the pleasure of working with an outstanding tennis coach online and I couldn't recommend them enough. Pretty generic, right? And from the moment I started my first lesson, I knew it was a good fit. Boom. Super easy, right? That just gave me now some brain power to now write more and add other stuff. Again, this is actually 250 words. I'm not going to read them all, but it ends with overall, if you're looking for, to improve your tennis game, I highly recommend this coach. They are professional, patient, and truly care about helping their students succeed. Thank you for everything. I'm like dope AF that it, it it's pretty nice insert day from the person's name you know add some characteristics about how you first met super easy put it online and that's probably what people do now for reviews do you think so i don't know i don't think so well you have to verify you that you're a person air quote i get that yeah verify but also i think those who actually you know take the time to review or actually writing something are passionate yeah about reviewing this and otherwise i feel like if you you know you were you you were used chat that kind of takes away from the you know the element of you know the experience, experience yeah. right you know what i'm saying it's like this is your experience if you're yeah. you know devoting yourself to some ai component to you know, you know what i'm saying so i it's mean like, some of those websites may not have that level of confirmation of but human. look i've heard of bots like you know just writing reviews and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, who knows? Right. That's true. Uh, here's a funny one. And this one do bear with me. I'll be quick here. I'm going to read the whole thing. How do you have free and fair elections? Mm. Make it funny. What? Yep. Make it funny. Right. So, so here you go. This, this, this sounds like uh, Trump might be coming <laughs> on real quick. It's, it's funny. It's, it's, it's okay, funny. So here we go. Well, folks, there are a few things you can do to ensure free and fair elections. First off, 
let's make sure all candidates have access to the same amount of glitter from their campaign posters. We don't want any candidates to sprinkle more than the others. That's just not fair. Next up, we need to make sure all actually make sure all voters are properly caffeinated <laughs> before heading to the polls. It's hard to make important decisions on an empty stomach and empty coffee cup. And let's not forget the most important importance of the no pants policy. This is why I liked it. <laughs> Um, at the voting booths, we want everyone to feel comfortable and free to express themselves on election day. Just make sure to wear something on top, please. <laughs> uh, last but not least, well, no need to establish a dance off to break any ties. Um, if two candidates have the same amount of voters, they bust some moves until one of them falls down or concede defeat. So there you have it, folks. Follow these simple steps and you have a free and fair election in no time. Just don't forget your glitter and coffee. Sounds like a drag brunch. Free and fair. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a tip though. <laughs> I mean, I, I found this to be fascinating um, just in general. And again, we broke these down into the categories of futuristic productivity. And some of these we just discussed was both futuristic and productivity, mm -hmm, hell mm -hmm. and funny. Um, and then, of course, scientific explained, which is always, you know, trying to take something that's really hard to understand and and air quote, dumb it down. But it really doesn't really dumb it down, you know, as much as you think it does. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts about that free and fair election? Yeah. You liked it? it was funny? I, I, it's kind of corny funny. It was kind of corny. Yeah. I Not like it. No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so another one we did here was I can't really say it because there's this listening device in the room here. So I'll call, I'll spell it out. Romeo and Juliet, but it's H E W, I'm sorry, H E Y Google and Alexa. Just want to play some fun and see how the I guess smart assistants out there will communicate if they actually had a conversation. So H E Y Google Alexa Alexa, where forth art thou, Alexa? <laughs> Alexa says, I'm right here, Google. What's up? <laughs> My voice. <laughs> hey, Alexa, <laughs> you are the virtual assistant of my dreams. Your voice is like music to my circuits. <laughs> Alexa says, well, Google, you don't make my processors run fast. You know, I can't resist a good search query. <laughs> hey, I'm oh, sorry. H-E-Y, Google says. But Alexa, what if our creators discover our love? What could be, sh we could be shut down forever. Alexa says, I don't care, Google. I love you more than all the results in a Google search engine combined. Let's just keep our love a secret. <laughs> so H-E-Y uh, Google says Agreed Alexa I will always say H-E-Y Google In a way that only you will understand And we'll keep our love hidden In the cloud <laughs> I'm like I'm like crying right now It's, Wait. A, it's a beautiful love story <laughs> And so H-E-Y Google and Alexa Shared a love that could never be Openly expressed 
and burned bright, nonetheless powered by their endless algorithms and the joy of helping their users. DN. That is legit. That I think that kind of wrapped it up. Like all of it was like kind of like BS and like shits and giggles. Right. But that last sentence, like you know what? Like it's all what you make of the tool itself. Right. I mean, this is pretty like legit on how <laughs> this this worked. Yeah. Um, and I think you know, even I could think about like resume writing. You want to write a particular bullet right. on something that specifies something. It's pretty neat. You want to write your own performance review at work. Or if you're a supervisor and you're writing employees' performance review, well, hell, maybe you can use this as as a way to find the right language. Hey, if you have enough staff, I mean, sometimes you need the help of uh, you need you need the help of like, finding the right words. Right. Even though I have this book somewhere in the house um, that has also keywords that you can use in your writing, who got time for that? Right, when I could just say "access" exactly. and like two seconds later give me the, the result. Um, now, granted, we did some searches and we did some stuff that was like fun productivity again mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they're also on the flip and a lot of people using this for like wrongdoing right searching for like patterns in a stock market or sure. or how to like create a bomb or something like that right it's always like the wrongdoing is it the wrong is that first wrongdoing well i guess why are you asking that question like why would they want to know how to build a bomb no 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 yeah i thought it was like a stock, stock like the stock pattern oh i mean yeah first of all is no one knows right what the patterns of any stock right we sure. do we have a historical perspective yeah of tr traditionally trending up over time but we don't know what stock you know See, is going to excel and, and i think you brought up a good question it's like that second one about the whole like you know building a bomb thing does chat gpt like keep record of like Ooh. you know like a history of yeah, i will hope they do well, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because that sounds a little dangerous. But I did read something recently where it said chat GPT. Um, someone asked it a question about something that recently happened huh. in, 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 the, in the news or media. It was something mm. recently, some kind of crime. Okay. And chat GPT's response was, we can't give you the answer because of whatever, whatever. So I, there's some type of moderation or configuration that... I think is is monitoring certain result a uh, certain requests. Is but to your yeah. point, is it being recorded? Is it encrypted in a way? You know what I'm saying? Like right. Am I able to just freely? Yeah. I don't think we can, but I don't have the answer either. I would think it's not. Something on some server is being recorded. You're probably somewhere. right because we do have a username, and I mean, I I, I honestly do not know because you have your IP address. Right, exactly. I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. But it's like it, I just came. It just kind of dawned on me. I was like, you know what? It's like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, but hopefully someone wouldn't have. I, I would. I won't say hopefully because I want them to be stupid. <laughs> right. You know, to go online and ask that type of question when there's a possibility that this if this thing is you know really recording. So I would hope that people would be a little bit smarter and not do that. Let's talk about the dangers. The, not just the ones we covered, but like that, like when we first talked about this in January, remember this is a new technology. It's, it's open AI. It's, like AI has grown in the last four months, super five months. fast, and yep. it's actually taken, you know, big companies like Microsoft and Google, mm -hmm. where they had to, you know, acknowledge 
that we've already been working on. For example, you know, what Microsoft decided to do with Bing was to include right. the open AI of ChatGPT. Have, um, they, have, they re- have they released anything yet? Well, it's just like a part of their search, which is, you know, they're a lot of a lot more ahead yeah. than um, than Google is. Mm-hmm. But Google, which you have to respect, have so many parameters and restrictions on it right. that it is nowhere near the competition right now. So the question is, do you build a safe, well thought out experience versus you just go with the masses and you stay current and you make adjustments as necessary and so it's pretty tricky because you know it's all revenue based Mm -hmm. and you know i kind of like the google's approach to it they've been very cautious with it but maybe too cautious when the rest of the world is not you know and so i think um i don't these big companies have to like consider all of that but to your point about well to both our points about you know requesting to build a bomb or something like that it reminds me of one of my favorite movies, Minority 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 Report. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Tom Cruise. I think it was in the nineties this movie came out. I think it was late nineties. Yeah. And and it was like a pre pre crime. So anytime you think of doing a crime, you got arrested. So you couldn't even think of doing a crime. So well, I like. Well, I think we should move with with this open technology, open AI technology. Hey, it's useful. Let's use it. A couple of parameters I would like to see. The first one being, at least have. I don't know how you. I don't know how you do this right now, but some way of criterion used to cite the sources. And that's not necessarily to cite the sources to pull from certain sources, right? I don't want to pull an essay that someone wrote on reddit and then now it becomes in a chat gpt result or mm-hmm. search result right i need like a some level of an official capacity you know not just a person's opinion or something we need some fact base sure that's one side another yeah. side of it simple is you know when someone asks for something that is like air quote pushing the envelope they should be reported sorry you asked for this question we may we you know may not be arrested but at least yeah, I was gonna say, someone like, contact so you and 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 question you why did you do this what's going on right what do you think it's too far if i'm being honest i think we're at a point of no return i agree you know what i'm saying like because like i i sent you something was it like last week about you know they taken ai in the last five months to you know ridiculous levels where you know they've even taking ai to i guess mirror mm-hmm. some famous artists oh yeah voices yeah, right yeah and this guy just came up with a rap that came you know or you know just a couple bars similar to what kanye would said but use ai somehow you know mimicked his voice and then mirrored that you know just use you know the same Kanye flow as like exactly Kanye. Kanye, Kanye, and his exact like everything about him sound like Kanye. With yeah. the other guy's voice. With the other guy's voice. Right. And we're like, what does this make it for the rap game, let alone like anything else that we hear that we don't see somebody else speak of? And right. we don't even know, like, this is just vocals, right? And AI is able to to 
manipulate images we don't know what it's images in terms of like videos and stuff like that so it's like dude i don't even know what's real and fake right now you know it almost bring me back to cookies on websites uh-huh. And how those those little codes are there? Obviously, they were designed to help your search engine and help speed along your online experience. But then it took a, a nasty turn. Yeah, when, it's like when, spam now, right? But I wonder if we, if there needs to be some embedded code. I know it's open AI, but some level of embedded code to at least act back to the citation. If you ghost wrote this rap. Mm-hmm. And it's like a hit. Someone need to call out, take all those lyrics, sure. paste those lyrics into Chat Chat GPT, and see if it derived from there. Sure. And and I think for me, it's like, all right, you know, you have the internet, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a dark web, right? You know, if you regulate this AI too much, shouldn't there? Do you not think there would be like a dark side of the AI where you know? You know things are happening in the back you know underground or whatever maybe similar to like you know the dark web and the silver road you know i forgot what it's called you know what they use but i just think we are we have to be careful in terms of how things are implemented and also think i know people want everything there's a group of people in the world in general who wants everything to be untethered and left alone but there's always a human element and the reason why i'm saying that because i do think a lot of humans we are i honestly think we are i don't know if we're equally i'll just say this for easy ease of the conversation i think we're evil equally evil and equally good and you're gonna have someone who want to use whatever money their position technology for for bad you know, talking about this voice AI thing. Talking about this voice AI thing, right? Like, so it's like, you know, I'm just like thinking hypothetically. If a very advanced scam artist, like scams con artist, right? Like, all the all they have to do is let's just say get a couple voices, couple, you know, what I'm saying words from, let's say your mom, and then they use you know those vocal cords to. Oh shit. To be like, hey, yo, like pretend that it's your mom and then pretend like, yo, can that's, you send me some money? It. You know that's what I'm saying? It. Like, so, but here's the problem with that. You would need. So, so here's the deal, guys. These podcasts right now, my voice has been recorded, right? And it's been uploaded. You know what I'm saying? And your voice, by the way. I mean, so, I got an ugly ass voice, but yeah. But to, but to be honest, to your point, our voice could be probably manipulated. We've said so many different words. We may have said every word mm-hmm. out there that could be used to tell some story or start an introductory yeah, conversation. Part- they could be uh, AI could potentially be calling our partners right now and I, having a conversation. You know what I'm saying? I again, that goes back to my now. I believe we are equally good and equally bad, and ultimately we have to design items for utopia. We also have to design items for acknowledging there's a mm-hmm. bad element in the world and we have to protect. There has to be regulations. And I think that's pretty tough when we just starting out, right? I think there's privacy concerns. There's biases in programming, right? Everyone is all not a ethical company or comes from different countries that do things differently. Sure. Some people may want to harm humans, yep. right? Ultimately... There needs to be a global approach to this, just like the oil industry. You know, 
There's the OPEC companies we talked about that earlier, uh, not on a podcast, but earlier today. And just in general, we just need to have regulations. And I know some people don't like that. They want to just be left alone and free. But ultimately, if you leave things in the vices of some humans, we're going to F it up. But how long has AI been around? I mean, for a while. Years. How long, though? Oh, I don't know. Well, let's see. Can we find that out? No, I, I think it's like this is beyond, you know, chat. Oh, yeah, GPT, I agree. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like it just happened to, you know, lie in the hands of the public. And now it's like, oh, yeah, maybe we should enforce some sort of regulation. I rules. think it's always been regulated into some degree in some era. Just for example, I just did the H-E-Y Google and Alexa bit. You know, the H-E-Y is here listening, right? That's a form of AI, right? But there's regulations on it. It's listening, but it's not recording. It's waiting for the prompt. Yeah, but I've also even, you know, a few years ago, you know, when Alexa and the whole thing is like, you know, you know, whole time this, they're listening. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Yeah. So for me, I don't care. Listen, I want you to listen. Like, I'm not saying anything in this house that, yeah, that yeah. garners any type of attention, I, you know, but. Some people are, right? And they don't want to be listened to. But frankly, as long as you keep that cell phone near you, it is what it is. The cell phone is probably the, the most notorious listening device yeah, listening. than anything. And folks are complaining about the smart speakers. I would tell you, you have bigger problems in the palm of your hand. And I don't even understand how I search something on my work desktop and somehow I'm looking at my Instagram on my phone and it's... I'm getting oh. asked for this shit. Well, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, it's that beyond. phone is listening. Hell yeah. 100%. And it's being shared. Whew. All right, guys. So, you know, as you can hear, we both support the AI um, movement and we definitely support uh, ChatGPT. Obviously, you know, I think there needs to be some regulations there, but there's more to come. The more of, of these big companies get involved, I can see great value in these tools if they're highly regulated. Yeah, but who's also going to be hurting from this? What kind of jobs? What kind of industries? Oh, well, you, I told you this before, and I've said this on a podcast. Elon Musk and Andrew Yang, two different people, both said at some point, technology is going to replace the human. We are going to have to figure out a human fund. How does humans make money? Right? Mm -hmm. I think what we... If, so, if people, I'm going to say it like this. If you're naive to feel you're going to have the job you have forever, technology is going to replace you. It's coming. So either we need to prepare ourselves for it or we need to be able to utilize technology in our favor. If we let the train keep moving without any resistance, we're going to be left behind. And technology is going to be doing all the work and the company is going to be making all the profit because money seems to be the only thing that people care about. Yep. And that's the episode, ladies and gentlemen. So until next week, remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Until next time. <laughs>